Hey guys, this is Anthony Wilson, the host of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. And I want to talk to you real quick uh, about a few things that have been really pressing on me. People have been asking me questions about, you know, growing in the Lord and what does it look like to be a mature Christian? You know, what does it look like to um, grow in your faith? Um, people talk about spiritual growth and in a lot of ways, it uh, seems so subjective that there's no objective points of view on this particular issue. But but there is. There are some things that the Bible is clear about. And when we do these things, we will find that we are growing and that we are changing and we are transforming into the image of Christ. That um, the person that we were uh, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, ten years ago, we're not that person anymore because we have grown in our Christ likeness, that uh, there are sins that no longer have dominion over us, that we are uh, being transformed in the renewing of our mind, that we may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so I'm going to share with you just a couple today, and then I'm going to come back and share some more, um, just as a way to uh, not overload you, but some things that you can work on today that will cause you to grow in your walk with God. All right, here we go. Here we go. Number one, a consistent study habit. The Apostle Paul told Timothy very clearly um, that Timothy study in Second Timothy 2.15. He said study or be diligent, depending on your translation, to show yourself approved to God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, why is this so important? Because Paul knew that he wasn't going to be with Timothy forever. Timothy had the luxury of studying and doing ministry with the Apostle Paul. But there was coming a time where Timothy wasn't going to have the Apostle Paul because he was going to pass on. That he, was going, he wasn't going to live forever on this side of eternity. And so Paul wanted Timothy to know. Timothy, you're going to have to study this word. You're going to have to study the show yourself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we'll point out a couple of things. The diligence. Studying takes diligence. It takes determination. It takes intentionality. It is not something that you can kind of do as a sidebar or, oh, I'm going to, you know, and, and I have nothing against devotionals. I have nothing. I've written a devotional to help people to get into the word. And so I have nothing against that, but there's no substitute for diligent study where you get in the word and the word gets in you. Jesus says in uh, uh, John chapter eight, verse 31, and Jesus said to them, uh, said to them, the, the, the Jews that believed in him, he said, if you abide in my word and my word abide in you, then you will be my disciples. That, that how am I a disciple of Christ? His word has to abide in me. I've got to let that word abide in me, you know, and then uh, I will know the truth and the truth will make me free. And so that's number one. Number two is a fervent prayer life. Now, what's interesting is that most people who are diligent studiers are not fervent prayer prayers. And those who are fervent prayers are usually not diligent studiers. But what if you combine the two? What if you really understood as 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 uh, uh, Paul taught the Thessalonians, he said that uh, that we should rejoice always and pray without ceasing. In First Thessalonians chapter uh, five and verse eighteen, to pray without ceasing. 
that 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 prayer uh, it should be a part of our walk, our daily walk um, as we go about our day, but also having a time time where we set aside to go and spend time with the Lord. In Mark chapter one, verse thirty-five, Jesus went away early in the morning before the sun rose so that he could spend time with the Father. He had a fervent prayer life. And so uh, a diligent study life, but a consistent prayer life, a, 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 a consistent prayer life. And so when you combine those two, you are dealing with the mind and you are dealing with the spirit. And so you're your prayer life keeps you connected to the Lord. It keeps you lining up with the Lord's will because your prayer life is not to get from God. Your prayer life is to align yourself with God's will. When Jesus taught the disciples to pray in Matthew uh, chapter six, uh, he, he, the, the, the verse before the model prayer is the most critical verse and no one reads it because in Matthew chapter six, verse eight, it says that your heavenly father knows what you have need of before you even ask. And so when you pray, pray in this manner, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Before you can pray effectively, you have to know that God knows what you have need of. And so your goal is not to convince God. Your goal is not to change God's mind. Your goal is to line up with what he knows that you have need of. And so these things are important. Uh, Jesus said in Luke chapter 18 and verse one that he spoke a parable to them and he said to them that men should always pray and not faint. That there's, there's something about the power of prayer that sustains us and keeps us connected and aligned with God's will and with who he is. And number three, I'll give you number three, a regular use of your spiritual gifts. A regular use of your spiritual gifts in first <clears throat> first Peter chapter 4 verses 10 and 11 he says that uh, now you have that have received a gift use that gift to minister to one another as good stewards over the manifold grace of God if your gift is speaking then speak as the Oracle of God if your gift is serving then serve with the ability <clears throat> that God has given and so uh, you must do this regularly. A lot of people um, lay their gifts off or use their gifts every now and then, but you should be operating in your spiritual gifts. And if you want to know spiritual gifts, go to Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. You can go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 7 through 10. And you can go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 <clears throat> and you will find their spiritual gifts uh, and, and that's not all of them there's there's multiple there's like an entire study on spiritual gifts uh, spiritual gifts are not limited to those verses that I gave you but check those verses out uh, and so you want to be regularly using your spiritual gifts and so let's say according to Romans uh, chapter uh, 12 verse 6 through 8 let's say that <clears throat> you have the gift of teaching he says in teaching use the gift that god has given you don't just teach out of your own resources don't just teach out of your own uh, intellect or your own ability use the spiritual gift and how do i do that i've got to study the word of god and then i've got to pray effectively and consistently so that i line up with the will of god and then i have to operate in that gift that god has distributed to me for the benefit of other believers powerful very simple let's say you have the gift of giving then i've, I've got to study the word and make sure i understand how how why do we give 
how do we give? You know, I don't want to get into give to get, right? You know, that that prosperity gospel, you give this and you get something in return. No. What does it mean to give? What does God mean by giving? And operate in that. And then pray and ask the Lord to fill you with his will, to align you with his will so that you can give according to his will. Uh, and we want to be givers. And givers are the most powerful people uh, on the planet because givers keep things moving. They keep resources coming. And, and somehow, some way, God always maintains givers to be able to continue the ministry of giving. And so it's a beautiful thing. And so those are the three things I want to give you today. If this was beneficial to you, then hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you can get uh, the notifications whenever I post a, a, a video. And make sure you give me a thumbs up. Now comment uh, so that I can know what, what I can improve on, what I can add to, any questions that you may have. And remember, you can go and listen to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network at the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network.wordpress.com. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Google, wherever podcasts are, you you can find the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. Just look for Anthony Wilson. And hopefully this has been a blessing to you. Drop your comments down below. I'll drop some of the verses down there so that you have them, uh, so that you can study them for yourself. But God bless you. Remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.